I'm Darko Hasbrook of God's World Ministries of All Nations in Mississippi, Malawi and also Bluefontein, South Africa. Today we are continuing to explain the New Covenant and please just follow all the episodes about the New Covenant. If you can understand the bigger picture about the New Covenant, it is so amazing and so interesting. And then you will, would be looking forward to be part of this covenant of God because the result is just amazing. The result is if you, if you become part of this covenant, the result is righteousness, holiness, eternal life. The new covenant is first of all about obedience, obeying God's laws and decrees and commandments given to us in a different way, not the way the old, the old covenant was given, but written on the human hearts and minds by the Spirit of God. And here you must understand God sent Jesus into this world, His Son from heaven to introduce this new covenant to us. One of the reasons, reasons Jesus came into this world. But Jesus couldn't stay in this world. So since Jesus left this world, God sent something else of him. Not his son, but of his spirit. It is another miracle. Jesus is a mystery and a miracle what happened for him, the Almighty Spirit coming from heaven to be in a body for a while. And now this other amazing ministry, a part of God's Spirit to live in you as a human being. So you must get the idea immediately that for the Spirit of God to live in you, in your body, you must be holy because God is holy, His Spirit is holy, Jesus is holy. The image of God and Jesus is holiness and righteousness. So just see this new covenant, the Spirit of God to live in you. You must be righteous and holy. And the purpose of the Holy Spirit in you is to keep you righteous and holy to be ready for the day of judgment. Now Jesus came from heaven to be the first one to be obedient to the Spirit of God, to be an example for us to follow. Philippians 2 verses 8, And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Hebrews 8 6, But in fact the ministry Jesus has received is as superior to this as the covenant of which he is mediator is superior to the old one since the new covenant is established on better promises. Here we read that Jesus is the mediator of the new covenant. And what is a new covenant? God said in Jeremiah 31, 31, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and with the people of Judah. 
32, it will not be like the covenant I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to lead them out of Egypt, because they broke my covenant, though I was a husband to them, declares the Lord. Jeremiah 31 verses 33, this is the covenant I will make with the people of Israel after that time, and it's not about Israel anymore. In the New Testament, we read many times, um, since the coming of Jesus, it is not the Jews about the Israel anymore. It's about you as an individual. Doesn't matter a race. It is for each and every one of us. The open door, Jesus. This is the covenant I will make with the people of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. Then just take note of that important part of the scripture. I will write my laws on their minds and their hearts, and I will be their God, and they will be my people. That is one thing God wanted from the beginning, for a holy nation, a kingdom of righteous and holy people to to be obedient to them so that he can be their God. And those faithful followers to be his people. God created the people to be like that, but the things went wrong with Adam and Eve. We will come to that as well. Now, John 16, verse 7, But very truly I tell you, it is for your good that I am going away. There's the words of Jesus. Unless I go away, the Advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. John 16, verse 8, When he comes, he will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. Sin, righteousness and judgment. About sin because people do not believe in me. So if you start to believe in Jesus, you will stop sinning. And if you don't believe in Jesus, then you stand condemned already. Now the next important verse about righteousness, because I'm going to the Father where you can see me no longer. So the, the, the Holy Spirit is here to teach us about righteousness, because Jesus is not in this world anymore. And here you can also understand that where Jesus is in heaven, on his throne, on the right hand side of God, he's still doing the work, the same work he did when he was in this world, to show the people the way of righteousness, to teach them, to help them, to build for God the Father this, this kingdom, this spiritual house of holy and righteous people. What God always wanted, He still wants, and Jesus is achieving this for me. We will find it in the following scriptures, in the next scriptures. Now point two, it is also about, this new covenant is also about Adam and Eve who failed to obey God, and it's also about the devil who deceived them and who were deceiving the people during the time of the Old Testament, and was still deceiving the people and God's promise that he will send the one who will crush the devil since the beginning 
it is still the same. In Genesis 3.15, God said there, And I will, to the snake, and I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and this, he will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. He will crush your head. Jesus will eventually crush the devil's head, destroy the devil. Genesis 49 verses 10, The scepter will not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from between his feet, until he, Jesus, to whom it belongs, shall come, and the obedience of the nations shall be his. We will study the amazing knowledge and wisdom Jesus has. He used to help us to inherit eternal life. Point three, it is still the new covenant is about the nations during the time of the Old Testament who failed to obey God and were living wicked lives and worshipping idols and false gods and vile images. Uh, it's so bad. It is still the case. Point four, it is about the kingdom of holy and righteous people God always wanted and still wants, as God said to Moses in Exodus 19.5, Now if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all nations you will be my treasured possession, although the whole earth is mine. Verse 6, You will be for me a kingdom of priests and holy nation. These are the words you are to speak to the Israelites. The fifth point here, it is about the Israelites who failed to obey God to become His holy and righteous kingdom. The way God gave His Ten Commandments written on stone to Moses to give to the, to, to the Israelites didn't work out. And again, if we, again, when God gave off His Spirit, it is a part of God's Spirit to equip you, to make you stronger, to help you to become obedient. Number six, it is about the promise God made during the time of the Old Testament that He will send the servant, His Son, who will achieve this for Him, this kingdom, to build this kingdom of holy people from Him, to build the kingdom spiritual house of holy and righteous people. As God said in 2 Samuel 7 verse 12, When your days are over and you rest with your ancestors, I will raise up your offspring to succeed you, your own flesh and blood, and I will establish his kingdom. He is the one who will build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. It is not Solomon God is referring to here, but to Jesus, you can read in Psalms 132.11 as well. One of his ancestors he will put on his throne. And if you read Isaiah 42 verses 1, Here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one in whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him and he will bring justice to the nations. Isaiah 42.6, I the Lord have called you in righteousness. I will take hold of your hand, I will keep you and will make you to be a covenant for the people and a light for the Gentiles. Here you can see all the others. It's not about the Israelites anymore, the Gentiles also included. 
It's all about Jesus here, my servant. Isaiah 9, 6, for us, for to us a child is born, Jesus. To us a son is given, Jesus. And the government will be on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. These are all descriptions of Jesus. Isaiah 9, 7, of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness. From that time on and forever, the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Isaiah 11, 1, a shoot, Jesus, will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch, Jesus, will bear fruit. Isaiah 11, 2, the spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of the knowledge and fear of the Lord. So amazing, all these scriptures is about the promising Jesus. And now number seven, the new covenant is all about Jesus who came from heaven to do God's will. Psalms 46 is all beautiful. Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but my ears you have opened. Burnt offerings and sin offerings you did not require. Psalm 47, Then I said, Here I am, I have come. It is written about me in the scroll. Verse 8, I desire to do your will, my God. Your law is within my heart. I desire to do your will, my Lord. My God, you must have the desire to do God's will. And the law, just as it was with Jesus, written in his heart. Your, the law, you must allow God to give you his laws because he knows you in your heart to help you, to direct you, to give you courage, to make you strong, to make you bold enough. It's a big picture. Number eight, it is about the Holy Spirit. God promised to send to write His laws on the hearts and minds of people. That is the new covenant, obeying the Holy Spirit for you to live a holy and righteous love as God always wanted people to do and still wants. He wants everyone to do it. But it is not many people was going to follow this this command number nine that new covenant is about Jesus who was the mediator of this new covenant and who obeyed the Holy Spirit and therefore obeyed God until the end he was obedient to death even death on a cross and Jesus left for us an example to follow to be obedient in the book of Revelation we will get many scriptures later on Number 10, it is about believing the good news about Jesus as Savior and receiving Jesus as Savior in your life and making Him Lord of your life and obeying Him, Jesus, by obeying the Holy Spirit because Jesus said it is from Him, from Jesus, that the Holy Spirit will get to make known to us. Number 11, the New Covenant is about receiving the Holy Spirit and obeying the Holy Spirit. 12, the New Covenant is about living a holy and righteous life. 
13, it is about you as an individual coming back to God through Jesus, obeying the Holy Spirit. 14, it is about the new covenant, it's about Jesus working from his throne at the right hand of God, reaching out to you and guiding you through the Holy Spirit to become a living stone, being built into a spiritual house, forming the kingdom of God of holy and righteous people. 1 Peter 2, 4, as you come to him, the living stone, rejected by humans, but chosen by God and precious to him. 1 Peter 2, 5, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices susceptible to God through Jesus Christ. And Revelation 1, 5, at the end, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth, to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood. Revelation 1.6 And has made us to be a kingdom and priest to serve his God and Father. To him be glory and power forever and ever. And here you must understand again, it is not the death of Jesus, Jesus who has made you a part of the kingdom of God. The death of Jesus, the blood of Jesus has saved you from your sins committed under the first covenant. Yes, made your, you've got saved by the righteousness and holiness of Jesus, but you are going to heaven on your own righteousness, what you have achieved, what you did in this world. And by Jesus has got all the knowledge, all the wisdom to help you to become part of this kingdom and priest to serve God and Jesus. So it is not the blood of Jesus who's making you part of the kingdom. It is the beginning to become part of his kingdom. But since you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are just on this wonderful, amazing new journey to, if you stay righteous, if you stay holy, if you are victorious at the end of the day, if you're not giving up your faith and go back into the world, if you end up to be victorious, obeying Jesus until the end, then you become a member, then you become part of this kingdom of holy people and priests to serve God. There are wonderful, amazing scriptures we will find later on. I think that will be enough for today. You will also find these scriptures on my Facebook page and on the God's World page. Uh, please keep on listening to the episodes. It's a very, very big picture. And I want you to be looking forward to to become part of this group of people who've got the, uh, who are courageous and strong to follow Jesus as it is going to become 
very, very difficult because since the resurrection of Jesus from the dead, Magog, Satan, is still in captivity. But soon before the second coming of Jesus, Magog will be released. And you have to have the Spirit of God in you to defeat the devil. So now it's preparation time to understand it, to become holy and righteous, and to experience the way of life. What you can do, what you cannot do, what the Holy Spirit is showing you, telling you, you have to learn to listen to the Holy Spirit. It is preparation time. Soon it will become a time of testing. God will test your knowledge of Him. God will test your faithfulness. Uh, and God will test your faith. Because the devil still wants to rule God's creation. The devil still wants to be God. But God is busy through Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, to prepare a people for Him who will not be deceived by the devil. So now Magog is working through his chief angel Gog to deceive the people. But soon, in our lifetime, Jesus is going to release the devil from captivity. And the devil himself, if you read the book of Revelation, you will understand more. The devil is going to be free to work through his beasts, through his, his false prophets, through the demons, to deceive as many people as he can, to take them to his kingdom. And his kingdom will, end, will be hell. Uh, so it's actually a very, very scary future. So just think, pray, and just make sure that you have the Holy Spirit in you. And remember, the Holy Spirit is only in the person who obeys Him, who obeys Jesus. So you must be holy and righteous for the Holy Spirit to be in you. And without your Holy Spirit, you will not see, you will not enter the kingdom of God. Thank you. See you later. Bye-bye.